0: Welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, this time, or this episode, or whatever this is. um, What are we doing here? I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. (laughs) Um, Who are you people? (laughs) You ever wonder why we're here? Um so last time our uh, our party found themselves in a bit of a situation. So to lay out how uh, everyone is currently arranged. First of all, they were down in what they later figured out was the dark labs. The dark labs. And it in there. So this is kind of an L-shaped hallway. On uh, one side is the platform that they used to uh descend down into the dark lab it goes forward into a corner and then turns and then there's a hallway with large glass cylinders each containing a different item Uh, at the very end of that um, past all the glass cylinders is a platform or is a sort of a pedestal looking thing with some writing on it in a language that no one has been fully able to decipher although um, Unum was able to at least piece together some of it, and he is the currently, uh, as of this moment, was looking at it. Um, so he is currently the farthest away from the platform to ascend back up. Along uh, there, there were a variety of objects, one of which, however, in the previous time coming down, uh, we had we had seen... Tegan had, had cast a light spell... And when he wandered over near the uh, throne that was underneath the glass, it absorbed a little bit of the light out of his um, light spell. And when they came back down the second time, they found that there was a slight crack in the glass.
1: Good job, guys.
0: After that, we had seen uh, everyone came back down together, Individually, I guess, they came down. But at this point, uh, the entire group is down there. Tormir had uh, stated that he wanted to leave and was expressing himself uh, rather determinedly, or uh, in a determined manner, uh, somewhat aggressively, which the Glass and the Throne seemed to be reacting to, expanding the the shatter pattern throughout. As the group was about to leave... That glass shattered, and at the same time, Aether broke the glass on the opposite side and grabbed the halberd and began running. So, our positioning of the group before we get started is uh, Toromir and Jethal are closest to the platform. Next closest is uh, Tabitha, along with Gregory by her side, and I'm sorry, Gregory um, being held on her, and, uh, and the sling. Yeah, in the sling, and Francis, neck near her feet. Uh, Further out from there, we have Tegan, who is standing uh, just among the the glass tubes. Halfway down, grabbing the halberd, is Aether, and all the way at the end is Unum. Uh, Diem and Lady Isabella were back up above. So before we dive into the action here really quick... Uh, Let's go ahead and do a quick round of introductions and see how everyone in-game is uh, feeling about the current circumstance. So we will work, uh, start out with the furthest away from the platform, so Athir, would you like to go and introduce yourself?
2: Sure, I'm Brian, I play the role of Athir, the uh, fighter elf of the group, and um, the group's probably thinking I've gone insane, and... uh, Caused us to all get in trouble here, um, but uh, little does the group know. My reasonings for this um, have to deal with Marin, who's with the rebellion, and uh, he desperately wants to um, make sure that she's safe and rescued. And he feels like the artifacts here can help do that. So he does he not. Because he loves her. Maybe don't know. Uh, but uh, so he doesn't want to leave without um, at least going away with something to help.
0: Okay. That makes sense. All right. Next closest uh, to, or or next furthest away from the platform is Tegan. You want to go and introduce yourself?
3: Hey y'all, this is Chris number two. Um, I play Tegan Stumbleduck and I am like, yay. Oh, you know, it's kind of like that. I'm excited because he broke the glass. And I'm really excited to see an artifact, but at the same time I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's gonna mix real well with the stuff that's coming out of the throne. And I got—I'm not so sure I'm gonna make this jump onto the platform. So I'm all sorts of all over the place.
0: All sorts of all over the place—that pretty much just describes Tegan on a regular day. <clears throat> so, uh, up true. next, Tabitha, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Jess. Uh, I play Tabitha and also Gregory and Francis. Um, I am the halfling,
0: uh, you are the Ranger. halfling.
1: I am the <laughs> halfling. Well, I am the only halfling we have. So, I mean, my statement uh, is accurate, technically speaking.
0: So, so how are you feeling about the events down here in the dark labs?
1: That we should not have come down here and that we all should have left without uh, disturbing any of the artifacts, especially since I heard some of these stories of what the artifacts did because they were telling me how uh, was it fluffy scruffles what
3: snuggles
1: snuggles snuggles uh had uh said that they were so all and, right uh i how is francis reacting
0: uh francis wasn't that concerned at first um he was kind of a little leery more kind of feeding off of your uneasiness and kind of mm-hmm. sticking close to you now that things uh, have suddenly uh, become more hectic he seems to be a lot more nervous
1: Okay. Yeah, and I'm trying to get my uh, charges <laughs> towards the uh, uh, platform and so that we can be away.
0: Alright. Up next, Jathal. You are the next furthest from the platform. Do you want to go and introduce yourself?
4: Yeah, hi. I am Chris. Sorry, uh, very, I was very,
1: very, uh... Southern ha- of you. I thought ha- you were about to ha- I thought there. you about to say ah, I'm
4: jiggle Billy. commence
5: the jiggling. Jeez.
4: No uh I played Jethal, the elf wizard. Uh the elf wizard, literally the elf wizard. Uh yeah, uh I'm a little uh frustrated with the group right now. And uh kind of in that mood of oh crap, but also I told you so. So yeah, At
1: least we'll see you have how the on high ground.
4: Up. Smug every out. occasion. Usually.
0: <laughs> I mean that's that's his, his go to maneuver, so. Yep. Alright. And uh the last uh, and closest
5: to the platform is Tormir. I am Brandon. I p- I play Tormir the Dwarf mug! And he's right pissed off right now! Nobody listens to Tormir! Oh, we're gonna touch things, we're gonna go down holes, we shouldn't go down. And then we end up in situations which we're about to end up in. Tormir's bloody Cassandra right now! right? Oh, can see the future no one no one no one listens to Tormir, you know? Just everyday casual dwarf, just warning them of imminent
1: danger. Casual dwarf, as opposed to a serious, like, business dwarf.
3: Could you say imminent one more time? What's really imminent danger?
0: <laughs> Apparently we know what, what uh, Tegan's favorite word is now.
3: <laughs> uh, All I can't right. say to that accent, though. That's my problem. You can't say well, a lot
5: in a lot of accents, Eddie. <laughs> so...
0: We are going to start off uh I would like everyone to give me an initiative check. We are going to have a skills challenge.
1: No.
3: Yay. Hey, I'm not the fa- failure marker again, am I?
5: No, always... we're using we're using a hub token again.
3: Okay, that's good because that's the way it bodes bad for the team when you do that.
5: Wow, just all just rolled it. To... Well, I I I won't spoil it. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well, I got the,
2: the bad roll out of the way, so
4: that's good. Wow, And I got the good roll out of the way.
0: <laughs> good is very relative on that, isn't it? All right.
4: So let's go ahead and start off. Jethal, what did you roll? I rolled a 29. 29.
3: So you don't get to add the plus 10?
4: No. No. Aww. Not 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 during not That's for skill challenges. No. Yeah. Oh,
3: okay.
4: That's not, uh, not 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 on initiative. initiative. Correct. Oh, okay. Uh, up, Tormir, what did you roll?
0: A nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, Tegan, how about you?
3: I rolled a nineteen also, and I am so happy.
0: What's the uh, different? What, what's your guys' bonus on the nineteen?
3: Seven.
4: Nine. Tormir. Nine. Okay, so Tormir goes first. Nine. It says you have a twelve. Oh yeah, you do have a plus twelve.
5: What? How
4: it Ooh. says plus twelve.
5: Oh, I get three from my modifier. Right, yeah. How is your so
4: low, Tegan? Uh I don't know. You say is, that. The like, modi- mine's a nine.
3: Is the modifier wisdom, right?
0: All right, and uh, Tabitha, what did you get? 27. 27. All right, and Athir, what did you get on your initiative?
2: So I rolled a natural one, so I got that out of the way. Hopefully that's the final one for the night. So I got a score of 11. All
3: right. 11.
0: 11. 11. (laughs) 11. Right. Why is
1: that such an amusing number? I
0: don't know. It is a very amusing number. So we'll go ahead and get started here. First of all, let's go ahead. Um, we are going to start from the moment that Aether has broken the glass and and put hands on the, uh, the halberd.
1: <laughs>
0: so at this point in time... Uh, at the end of the hall, so you can kind of see, you're, you're close enough to the bend in the, the L-shaped hall, uh, Jothal, that you can see the other end where the glass up where the throne is has shattered. And it appears that this sort of magic or something like that uh, is starting to spill out from where the throne is. Uh, the interesting thing is it kind of, it looks like, you know, in the area where the space of the, the magic coming out is almost looking through a portal to another world, kind of, to a degree. Um, Past that, you are starting to lose sight of Unum. And Jathal is kind of, to a degree, in the immediate path of danger. Um, Tegan will be, but he's a little bit further away. So what do you want to do, Jathal?
5: That's a great question. Did you just say Jathal uh, was in the path of danger to the Jathal? He you did. Met no, I meant I meant Tegan. No, you said you met Athir because you said Tegan was a little bit further away.
4: No, I think he meant Unum, didn't you? No, you're, he started with Unum. U- Unum's, he Unum's furthest,
0: then Athir. I met Athir, yeah. not not yes. Jathal, and okay. then and then sure. Tegan. And suddenly, danger approaches the Th- Jathal for no reason. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, so I think what I want to do is uh, just kind of use, you know, my magic to almost create, try and create almost like a magical barrier, I guess. Um, okay. To around, almost around, I guess, the the chair or the, the throne. Try to contain to it. To kind of contain it or at least very, at the very least, slow it. Uh, from whatever it's doing. Okay. So, and What skill are you using to do that? Uh, I mean, I think Arcana makes sense. Arcana makes the most sense that. to me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Either that or... Yeah, I mean, that makes the most sense to me. So, Go ahead uh, and roll it. If I can find... There it is. Get on the right page here. Uh, I rolled a 25. A twenty-five is a success. So,
0: nice. and as a side note, because you guys did have that that massive uh, battle with the uh, construct up above and or the uh, the guardian of of the Juggernaut Labs, uh, everyone has earned a hero point from there. So, if you were down to zero, which I think the majority of the party was was down to zero, you mm-hmm. have at least one. If you had one, uh, you are up to Two. And don't forget the hero points, are use them, or lose them. So, uh, when you rest next, you'll uh, you'll go, you'll reset to one, no matter what, what you were at. Cool. All right. So Jethal, what happens is you kind of just conjure just raw arcane energy and just try to exert as much of your as much force as you can towards the uh the the chair or the the throne itself is just kind of almost in a contest of wills and uh you are definitely not more powerful than the throne but you are a and to be completely honest the rest of the party is likely impressed with just the amount of raw energy and and just force of will you have because you're able to battle it back to not quite a standstill but almost completely a standstill and the expansion stops uh out from there but uh, this requires so much of your energy and force of will that you're pretty much not able to do anything but this until you let until you let it go. Probably not even walk as far as how much concentration it's requiring. But you have it yep. contained at the moment for uh, probably a short duration. Even still, being able to control this much energy is, is an impressive feat in and of itself. So, up next is Tabitha
3: money bags got some skills go money bags yeah buddy just all doesn't need a bigger ego well
1: so i'm trying to think (laughs) if um nature probably wouldn't help it because this isn't really natural
0: i mean if you were using nature magic like druidic magic maybe but that's probably not what you would be using nature for i would assume
1: yeah no, I'm just trying to think of what would be the best, because I can't really, like, shoot it. Um, survival probably wouldn't help either. I can't really well, intend. Why, why don't
0: you describe to me what you, as opposed to focusing on what skill you would use, describe kind of what you would do in this kind of a situation.
1: Well, I can... what I'm trying to do is figure out a way of finding its weak spots. Like, as in uh, a way to either slow it down or disable it or stop it um, so that we can buy time to, or or even, even if it would be something that we could um, try to avoid, uh, you know, is there something that we could do to, um, like, avoid... Like hitting it to make it expand more.
0: So, uh, what I guess what the what the party's goal at this point is, is what is the what is the goal that you guys would like to shoot for to stop the expansion of this to get away to what what are you guys shooting for because that that determines whether or not you know her efforts are going towards success or not.
5: Do we look like yeah. a group with a plan?
4: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I have a plan of trying to help others get away from it okay. and then escape because I don't think that it's something that we can Okay. So stop,
0: is, 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 I guess.
1: is is that the goal? Is escaping the goal because I could just do like an acrobatics check to see what if I your, can
4: What is your What is your in this moment what is Tabitha's goal?
1: to get myself and my uh charges which would be francis and uh uh to the um platform to get the heck out of here
4: okay all right so then i would work towards that because that's in the heat of this moment right now that's what you should i mean that's
1: yeah because they're they're the ones that you know i'm in charge of them and
4: yeah that
0: makes perfect sense so uh, I mean, you could use and it's acrobatics. it's not something I
1: can, like, shoot. It's not like it's a big bad guy that I could, you know, take right. down. and. So, acrobatics?
0: So, well, uh, yeah, I would say if you want to, like, acrobatically try to scoop up Francis, uh, you know, in kind of one swift motion and start running towards the, the platform from here.
1: Rock on. Let me... Uh, I got a 13.
0: A 13 is not a success. Womp womp. So you do have one. Well, you you do have a. Uh...
1: <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna re-roll. Okay. Thirty. Woo.
0: Thirty. A thirty is a critical success.
1: Ooh, fancy.
0: So, um, so that is a success, and now there's a floating re-roll available to anyone who doesn't get a critical failure.
1: So but that takes away my one uh hero point, correct?
0: You do yeah, that the reroll itself consumed your one hero point. So, um Tabitha reaches down to grab Francis and Francis in his panic just tries to sprint away. So, Tabitha anticipates his uh, his dodge and kind of gets in front of him, scoops him up and then backflips and lands right next to the platform ready to climb up on it.
1: Woohoo! Holding on to Gregory as well. He's yeah. safely in my pouch. And Gregory, sling.
0: You thingy. you might have slight claw scratches because it seems like Craigery is holding on to you as tightly as he possibly can.
1: That's all right. I've been scratched by animals before.
5: All right. Up next, Tormir. Tormir is going to grab Tegan by the scruff of his neck and drag him out of here. What? All right. You- <laughs> that to me sounds
0: like an an athletics check
5: <laughs> all right i rolled a 16 so i'm gonna spend one of my two hero points and re-roll that okay
1: unless 16 gets it
5: 16 did not get it okay. all right
0: 25 sorry, i don't
1: know if you had said what the
0: i have not set set the dc no sorry. or i've not told people the dc'm sorry what was that Tormir?
5: 25 on the reroll
1: 25
0: i'm is using a i'm 16. using
5: my hero point for that
0: so 25 is a success. So Tormir grabs um, Tegan, and Tegan seems more distracted by what's going on back there by the glass cylinders than what's going on over by the platform. So Tegan kind of yelps and panics and tries to, tries to get away, not realizing what grabbed him. Um, but Tormir simply overpowers Tegan and just pulls him back anyway
5: against his will. Ah! No, I, I honestly, I liked a picture of Tegan's just staring at this platform, at the throne, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do, and is just slowly moving away from it, and he doesn't understand why. <laughs> he's just so enamored with it, just like, he's just like dead legged, you know, as he's getting <laughs> yeah. dragged back to the platform.
3: Nice. That's hilarious.
5: Okay. As Tormir's cussing on limp his like
1: breath. a cat, like a little kitten.
0: Yeah. It's kind of when you grab him by the scruff of his neck, all his, all his limbs just go limp automatically. <laughs> all right. Tegan, it is your turn.
3: Oh, man. I I had, like, two options I was going to do. I, I had so many options, and now, uh, man. So I'm worried about the throne because Snuggle said, you know, maybe you can control it if you sit on it. Um No. I am worried about... Ultimate uh,
1: cosmic power. Itty bitty living space.
3: <laughs> and it's Tegan, right? So that's really itty bitty living space. So, and then the second thing is I'm worried about um, Diem, right? Diem's down here or is it Unum? Unum. 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 I'm worried about Unum because he's really, really far away. So this, I, I had a thought of, of jumping on the throne. and I had a thought of scooping up. Um, Unum, and now I can't do either because I'm being dragged. Oh man, what would Tegan do? I don't
1: know what would Tegan do.
2: Knowing so... Tegan, do a flip, um, and do something <laughs> you know that flips and doesn't. I, a I thing. mean, take off your pants. <laughs> oh God,
3: that's exactly <laughs> what I would do. No Rear pants. Time. pants.
2: <laughs> Oh no! The wor- <laughs> I mean, that There's- probably would cause Tormir to drop him if he took his pa- pants off.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. He'd just be like, "No, we'll just I'd be deal leave- with this."
3: Later. I'd be pantsless the rest of the campaign. Is the problem? He just dragged me on there. Um, so I'm going to try diplomacy check with uh, Tormir, and I'm going to try to convince him that we need to try the throne so that we can save at least save Unum and possibly everybody else. How's,
0: can okay. I do that? So, um, sure. Go ahead and roll it first.
3: All right. <laughs> Twenty-six.
0: Okay. What do you say?
3: We can't leave him down here. We don't know what would happen to uh, Unum. Let's eat, let's grab him or let's sit on the throne. Snuggle said it would be okay. We just have stuff pouring out of us.
1: Uh, Please, that let's doesn't save sound Unum. Good. Please yeah, I'm them. not okay with things pouring out of me.
0: Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. So, okay. um, you roll the success, so you yeah. don't get penalized. But diplomacy was not a skill that allows for success in this skill challenge, so you gain neither a success nor a failure from your action.
3: Oh, okay.
0: All right. So yeah. So you you're Pleading with uh Toromir, but that really doesn't seem to uh sway much of what's going on. Um, you know, maybe Tormir may or may not change his uh his mind, but nope. it doesn't seem like diplomacy has uh that is is very effective in the in the heat of the moment of this kind of a situation.
3: Oh man. All right. Fair enough.
0: All right. But there are no failures as a result of that. It's just a, a no result essentially. Okay. You just Um, rolled
5: incomplete.
0: (laughs) So, up next, Athir. You have grabbed the halberd and you feel an immense amount of just kind of raw power. Uh, Interestingly enough, the first thing you feel, though, um, I mean, as an elf, even though you're not a a magic wielder, you kind of are somewhat in tune with kind of the, the flow of the ley lines. You feel like uh you've lost that connection the moment you touch the halberd. Okay. Otherwise it doesn't seem to affect you much otherwise. Okay. Um so you are uh of the party members the closest to the portal and you can kind of feel it's uh, it's effects pulling on you towards the portal. What would okay. you like to do?
2: All right. Seeing has um Unum is uh apparently not really reacting. I would like to use intimidation to awaken from his stupor and uh, get him to run towards the, uh, the elevator shaft. Okay.
0: Go ahead and roll it. 28. 28 is a success. So So
2: I, I want to yell at him and say, Unum, this now is not the time to su- sit and stare and gawk. Get your butt over to the elevator now.
4: Okay.
0: Unum uh, kind of, he like comes to for a moment, turns around and he goes, okay, sorry. And he starts running, but you notice his eyes are different. Uh Uh-oh. Like they're they're a different shade. They're kind of this uh, sort of like sparkly swirling blue color almost kind of looks like a like if you imagine what a nebula would look like in the sky in the night sky that's kind of what his eyes look like at the moment but you've shaken him out of uh whatever had held his trance and so he appears to come uh start working on following you all right so it is now to Jathal in round 2.
5: Was that a su- critical success?
0: Uh, that was not a critical success.
5: Oh fudge. So Jathal,
0: you uh, arcana and intimidation are not on the table for you at the moment. And no. you are um, you know, you're still maintaining your focus on on the uh, this at the moment. Uh how would you like to uh,
4: proceed with your turn? Because my goal is ultimately to try and get as many people out before we go up. Makes sense. And to try and contain this thing, you know, contain the energy as much as I can. Um, uh, can I see the, uh, I guess, the writing... Because uh, there was some writing, right? Yeah, um, on the little uh, pedestal near where Unum is standing. Yes. Oh, it's on the pedestal. Okay. And I suppose I wouldn't be able to actually see it. You might be able to. I mean, uh, as an elf, you have fairly
0: sharp vision. Um, it mm-hmm. might be a very, it might be a challenging uh, uh, attempt, but I mean, you might be able to try to read it. Uh, it would definitely break your concentration on your arcane effect, though, to, to yeah, focus on think, reading it that close.
4: I think anything
0: would, though. Most likely, yes. <laughs> so. um, I, I mean, you could do things like uh, you could try survival to just try to essentially just sustain, you know, just you know your your concentration. Uh, I'd allow that. Um,
4: well, what I was thinking was potentially using like uh depending upon what kind of writing i guess it is if it, if it was more occult it very uh, well could a be a cult, cultist yeah. uh type of uh you know writing slash uh, spell uh not really spell but more up you know along the occultism line um to try and understand it, read the writing or try and decipher it. See if I, if there's anything there that could maybe help, I guess, put things back or contain things Sure. Um, to gain kind of that information and try and see if there's something that I could potentially do or some sort of maybe a keyword or something that could be used to uh,
0: help with that yeah so uh that's actually that would be a really good one so you could try an occultism to to check to just try to figure out you know what would be the correct action to essentially recontain the stuff as yeah. it once was uh 27 27 Can is a success
1: that?
0: oh uh no uh, in skills challenges you can't really do this the aid another action Um, so as you're looking you kind of uh you know you realize that this your your arcane efforts while uh fairly uh potent still ultimately in the long run will you know you, the the uh, the power of the throne is going to be greater than the power of its all so you uh never w- what are you talking re- about I, yeah so- realizing oh, hold on realizing that um you do you Figure, try to figure out if you can make, I guess, piece any information together off of the, the pedestal and just your understanding of the occult in general, because these seem like very more occult style items than anything else. Um, you do recall from uh, one of your studies of uh, a drone, maybe not this one, but one like it sort of a drone of a demiplane, um, that there is uh, certain types of uh, light or energy or things like that, that are. Generally can be triggered to try to contain it Uh, That's likely what these lights that were cast over top of each of the objects probably were is is something along those lines of something to to essentially negate or suppress the the just raw energies of the of the item Um, You do when you're looking around the room see that there appears to be some sort of a fail-safe trigger up in one of the corners that might be able to flood the room with something that may be able to suppress these artifacts um, but you don't know if you would have the ability to hit that at this point. But you probably at the at this point could at least tell the rest of the group.
4: Yeah, I mean, would I be able to like yell and be like, "Hey,
1: hit that thing"? How far away is it from me?
4: Oh, uh, it's
0: probably a good you know ten Tegans away at least.
3: That's was really that far. normal
1: measurements? Gee,
0: Twenty is feet. Normal. I mean, it's normal for us.
1: <laughs> I could probably hit that with my bow.
0: Well, it just so happens to be your turn.
1: Hey, yo. All right, so he shouts out that there is... Okay, so out of, like, normal talking, what happened to... Uh... Okay. Diem? Um, Sorry, so re- I was unum. stepping away. No problem. Or, so...
0: so- Quick recap of the things that have happened since last turn. So, um, Tegan was trying to go rescue Unum, and Tormir grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and was dragging him away. Unum tried to convince Tormir to uh, not let him go, and it didn't seem like he did much in changing Tormir's mind. Tegan tried that, not Unum. Is that oh? there's that I'm messing people's names up apparently. So yeah, Tegan tried to well to to let him get out so he could go rescue Unum. I think is, what I meant right, to right. say. Right, right. And I think that's where I left. And, and then I heard well, that, oh, uh, that
1: Unum's oh. eyes had turned sparkles.
0: Well, and there's there's more to it before that. Um. Okay. So then, uh, at that point, fear yelled at Unum to try to snap him out of whatever trance he was in, and that was when we saw. The sparkles in his eyes. Shortly after that, um, so Unum is now kind of back in reality, so to speak, and uh, Jathal was able to assess the situation and figure out that there might be a failsafe to re-engage containment protocols here, uh, but it's a switch that's out of reach from Jathal.
1: Okay. Sorry, you can keep recording or like go back to
0: this one. So is is your turn.
1: Okay. Um, so what I am going to do is I am going to um aim at the spot that is indicated by Jethal. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you say over there is a trigger for blah blah blah.
4: So you take yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have pointed out, been like, shoot that. Okay. What
1: does it do? Just
4: shoot it. It triggers stuff. I don't know exactly, but it might help. Okay. I mean, I'm not I don't have that much time, right? Like yeah. Know?
0: Yeah, we're 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 so, talking in seconds is, is all he has to relay yeah. the information to you. Oh, okay. So I'll shoot
1: it. I'll pull up my had my bow running in. Please
0: please submit to me a request to shoot it in triplicate. <laughs> well <Yeah>. like <laughs> if
1: he just says shoot that, I'd be like, uh okay, what like I didn't know if he said, like, shoot that. It's an activation button or? No. First You're probably one, just
5: said shoot. Oh, go ahead. First, we need to issue an RFP. Then go through the bidding process. Then we need sure. to go through the vetting process. And then the awarding process. And then once that's been approved, you then can apply your shot on whatever it is.
0: Mm, in four to six weeks. Oh, no. So probably what happens is he he points at it. go goes, shoot that. You're like, why? He goes, just shoot it. <laughs> it's probably yeah. the All answer. Right.
1: All right, so I aim and fire at it.
0: So it's it's. I mean, it's a Be-be- small ta- it's a small target. You're pretty good, so I'm gonna say it would be a perception check for you to to see it perce- and kind of put uh, so- put aim to- behind uh, hitting it.
1: I have a twenty seven. Booya!
0: A twenty seven is a success.
1: Nail it so, first shot every time.
0: Draw back your bow, uh, let uh, let loose, and it hits it. And the lights and just the entire tone of this area starts kind of like dimming and turning sort of this bluish-purple. And then this uh, stuff sort of mist that seems to, as it hits different things, seems to coagulate on it. Uh, anyone who is out in, with the uh, glass tubes, which I think at this point is just... Unum and Athir are the only two people left uh, near the glass tubes. Uh, it will starts collecting in your skin and kind of uh, feel almost feels like it's numbing to a degree.
1: Num, 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 num.
0: So,
5: up next is Tormir. Well, Tormir sees, sees there's a perfectly good badger to put to use so it'll free him up. Tormir is going to order or issue a command Uh. Oh my god, I forgot the Badger's name now. Francis. 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 Order an Francis. issue to Francis to detain Tegan at the elevator as Tormir intends to head back to rescue so hold people. Hold, you,
0: know, you set Tormir on the elevator and then tell Francis to, to keep Tormir, to keep him there. You
5: mean Tegan. Tegan.
0: Yeah. Wow, I am <laughs> People are places and things are happening.
5: All right, so to clarify, Tormir wants to put Francis to use because, you know, Tormir doesn't want to have to babysit the other gnome. So okay. Tormir's commanding Francis to block Tegan. Hold from uh running back into the room, whether that's getting under his feet and tripping him or whatever, just okay. preventing, yes. preventing him from.
1: Well, they are pretty much the same size and Francis has a heck of a lot of teeth. And yeah, is very, Fra- uh,
0: Francis has far more claws and teeth than Tegan does. So. so, so I'd like to use a nature check for that. That sounds like a perfect use of nature.
5: All right. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I rolled a 30.
0: Okay, that is another critical success. Booyah. Uh, <laughs> but we I'm already sorry, have the one Tegan. floating reroll. You you already have the one floating reroll, so you can't add another one. Um, Aww. But uh, you successfully, um, yeah. You construct. Uh, you set Tegan down on the platform, and you're like Francis. Make sure he doesn't leave. And Francis almost seems to give you a like a salute, and then goes and uh, <laughs> and, and stands right next to uh, to Tegan. And Tegan kind of gets up and goes. I have, you know, wants to go and rescue Unim. And every time Tegan goes to move out of the platform, you just hear and like teeth are bared and claws are ready to go for
2: you. Really wonder how Tegan and- feels about like every time his turn is up. It's like, yeah, you can't do anything. I'm gonna stop you from doing stuff.
5: I'm pulling the heck out of Tegan right now. I'm sorry, but it's the only thing I can do to keep us safe.
1: You do realize you can still cast magic, right? I
5: have two uh. spells. You're no, no, about...
1: no, no. She's talking Teagan to tor- Tegan.
0: Yeah. Tegan being a magic using class.
3: Yeah. The question is, is he smart enough to figure that out? Um, I, 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 is he?
0: Uh, is he? Well, yeah. let's find out. It's Tegan's turn.
3: Yeah. Um...
1: Best part about being a ranged fighter? Not
3: getting, not getting
0: close?
1: Oh,
3: man. So, is Tegan going to fight Francis, flee from Francis, or try to use magic on Francis?
1: You better not magic my uh, badger.
3: Ah, to save another gnome. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Talk about putting putting a teammate I, in a I tough mean, spot. You
4: I, you also would have seen Tormir take off, right? Like
0: Yeah, Tormir's obviously going back towards uh, you know, he wouldn't go back into the room so, to, to do anything probably other than try to rescue someone, so
3: Alright, so
4: and after your last pep talk
3: <laughs> Yeah, right? So i Tegan's gonna assume that he's going back for Unum because it makes sense because I did plead with him. So at that point, about all I can do is kind of bless his and the party's actions. So is there a way for me to bless
1: you? Cast, bless you, Unum.
3: Is there a way to cast like a a buff on the team so that they can become quicker or faster? Is sure. So check?
0: Uh, yeah, so you can. Um, well, okay. So here's. The, this is, if you succeed, this is the final check of the, uh, skills challenge. Okay. So if you succeed, this is the success. So helping the party a little bit is probably kind of not a, not a good way to wrap up a skills challenge. So I would like something that seems more definitive than that, that then I've, I've buffed my allies ability to proceed. Okay. If that makes sense.
3: Yeah. Uh...
4: <sighs> what? If, what if you like summon your inner.
3: That's what I was thinking. The dragon, the dragon. I don't know. Witch.
4: Or no, no, not the dragon. That's not what I was saying. Hey, yeah, you
3: were thinking the dragon lit, right? That's where you're going. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that
5: sounds like a great idea. No, you don't have to um, unleash uh, the dragon <laughs> every time you get a chance. All right. <laughs> okay, so, so here's here's the thing.
0: Okay, so I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna kind of uh, interject here a little bit for you, Tegan. So let's let's talk. Let, let's take a moment and talk about Tegan. So Tegan. Very much in in kind of his focus is does not want to leave a fellow gnome behind under any circumstances, no leave matter no what. No gnome happened.
1: behind.
3: Not really. Not after what happened to his village.
0: But but the thing is, at the same time, um, he's kind of feels powerless to do much of anything. He's been kind of more or less put in a corner uh, to yeah. you know by by the rest of the party and told not not to get involved. And so not only one does he no no
5: by one to- person in the party. Well, yes,
0: but he's he's been there. He sees the rest of the party working hard to try to get things going. Tegan feels more or less, I'm assuming, kind of somewhat powerless to be able to do much of anything. Yeah. So if you want, I and this will not involve unleashing the dragon. Okay. But you can make a religion check to um, essentially see what happens when Tegan is pushed to the point where he feels helpless and wants to help.
3: Oh no! Okay, so basically, this is a this is a prayer up to my deity type thing where I'm just uh, at my wit's uh, end, a,
0: like a, a prayer a, pr- a prayer of desperation. Yeah,
1: yeah, prayer. This of would desperation literally be a stuff. hail mary moment.
5: That that's quite literally yes. You best make peace <laughs> with your dear and fluffy lord.
3: <laughs> so is that a religion check? I'm assuming
5: that would
0: be a religion check. Yes,
1: dear that sky daddy would be a thirteen.
0: That 13 is not a success. I'm going to use We have a floating reroll.
3: Yeah, I'm going to use the floating reroll. Okay. Now, I have done floating rerolls twice under the direction of our DM. Both doesn't times matter. it did not work. Well, it <laughs> doesn't right matter. So, just for the listeners, floating floating roll doesn't mean anything with Tegan. Uh 23.
0: Well, it does this time because Tegan succeeded. So, Thank
1: you, Sky Daddy. Right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that just sounds bad when you say that, Jess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sky Daddy.
0: All right. So, here is what the party sees. So, Tormir...
1: Brandon's losing it.
0: <laughs> Tormir uh, has... Uh, I'm, I'm going to narrate this from Tormir's perspective. And then I'll switch to the other team, team members' perspective at the same time. So, Tormir has walked over, pretty much grabbed Tegan by the scruff, m- m- mostly because Tormir just really knows that, that when it comes to shenanigans, Tegan is culprit number one. So, he grabs Tegan, places him on the platform, and then instructs the Badger to not let Tegan go. Then turns his back on Tegan, walking back into the fray. Um, planning that he's. He would much rather risk himself than he would rather risk Tegan or anyone else in the group to try to save Unum at this point, because Unum seems like he is the one
5: mostly at risk. Oh, I might need to clarify that one. Okay. Tormir is going back for a Theer. Not Unum? No one knows this.
3: Okay. Huh.
0: So, Tormir. Uh, goes through, uh, as he goes uh, between some of the glass tubes, uh, he sees Aether who kind of, as he strides past, or I'm sorry, not Aether, he sees Jathal as he strides past uh, Jathal, Jathal kind of has the what are you doing, you know, kind of moment, because we're in slow motion at this point in time.
4: What are you doing? (laughs) Stay in
3: your lane! (laughs) <laughs>
0: and as he strides past Jathal, Jathal having a very confused and concerned look on his face, and past uh Tabitha at the same time. Uh Would that
1: it, be with Francis?
0: No, you're Francis is back on the platform. You're still back where you shot the the uh switch. Oh, okay. And uh as uh, tormir is continuously walking uh, between the glass tubes at this point the stuff spraying out of the wall is starting to accumulate on tormir uh tormir and Athir in the uh, bet- among the glass tubes are trying to uh, leave, but just with the, the the numbing effect of whatever the spray is it's just they're moving more and more and more sluggishly it seems to it's it's overpowering them uh, and it's the
1: purple goo
0: and the... Uh, as Tormir kind of has this creeping thought in the back of his head. Is Is this how it all ends? Um, suddenly everything goes bright white. And... They, this long... Like... Glowing... Like... Beam... Of some sort. Just comes <laughs> emitting out. And... at at the end of it you kind of see this like long extended grasping hand and it just grabs unum and then pulls unum and then the rest of the group and then other arms so as several arms start coming out uh, at this point just grabbing each and every one of the of the uh, individuals you find yourself lifted up in the air and placed directly on the platform as soon as the light dims Um, you see kind of the light kind of come back and coalesce into, uh, these sort of glowing wings, which then collapse back into the backside of Tegan. And finally, as soon as they fade away, the blinding light is gone. And Tegan just seems just overwhelmed at this point, you know, almost forced into silence, which is probably the first time he's ever been silent. Um and the platform begins ascending up as you see this the, the purple goo just kind of fill in the rest of the area
3: and, and Tegan passes out
0: and the rest of the group um, <laughs> everyone is on the platform Unum included at this point <laughs> so as the, the platform yeah. you guys have uh, a few minutes as the platform ascends
4: uh, what what's what's your guys' reaction to what just happened? What One, what did we see after the light started going away? Could we see down and what's happening with the throne? Uh, you kind of uh, see a little bit, but um,
0: really for the most part the throne is around the corner and since you guys are on the platform as the light recedes, no, you don't sure. get a good look at the throne. You do Got see it. that kind of expanding planar energy that seems to go now kind of almost start wrapping around the corner so you can see the energy if not the throne itself uh, but it seems to um, kind of abate a bit um, and then the last thing you see it kind of almost looks like what you as a modern person would uh, think like spray foam insulation looks like as just the the, the, the foam just kind of expands out and, and essentially occupies the entire space of the, the dark labs Dark is, is the last thing you see before the platform ascends high enough up um, to that. You can't see the labs anymore. Dark
3: so Tiki's eyes roll on the back of his head and he passes out. Boom.
1: I do a health check on him.
0: He's alive, but he's, uh, he's definitely unconscious. And you guys rocked the heck out of that uh skills challenge. You had not a single failure that you kept.
1: Yay for rerolls!
5: Yeah. Rerolls <laughs> are good for that. Man, I didn't right. I didn't get to yeet a gnome.
1: Yeet Toss me.
5: You got to that, bully a gnome. Um, <laughs> is that a verb? Oh yeah.
3: Is yeeting a verb? I don't know what a yeet is.
0: Yes.
1: It's uh to toss.
0: To to throw something in a very accelerated
1: look, manner. Look,
5: look, look. Uh oh. Yeet. <laughs> that, that's
3: for, for those <laughs> at home he just threw a stuffed animal stage rate.
5: No, that's a microfiber cloth.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Although it wouldn't it be been look like face. a stuffed animal.
5: It did a little bit. Is,
0: so is, all right, so anyway, it, back in game.
3: <laughs>
0: uh what's and uh if as people look around, Athier is holding the halberd that he grabs still.
5: How coherent is Tormir right now?
0: Uh, other than kind of the, the dazzling um, effect of just blinding light unexpectedly hitting your eyes, uh, you're otherwise fine. So not numb anymore? Yeah, I mean, your your arms, it's... They're, they're, you know, like, when you have a limb that goes to sleep and it tingles, but you can still move it otherwise normally? Uh, so no actual... Pins and
1: needles, pins and needles!
0: No actual inhibit, uh, inhibition to the limb um but you can still feel like the sensitivity returning if that makes sense
5: so i'm um, if i try to walk right now it'd be like a baby giraffe
2: a little bit <laughs> okay. i'm going to be examining this halberd in my hand and looking it over and and uh trying to think of what i actually have just acquired and if this was a good decision or not
1: probably um, not
2: yeah, well, you never know. Um,
0: I'm
1: just going to be honest with you. It's t- probably t- not a good decision. Taking
0: uh, you know, the, these deeply buried arcane objects out of a hidden lab buried uh, underground so so far that it was meant to be forgotten in one of Tony's campaigns, absolutely nothing can possibly go wrong.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, if there was any other campaign, it'd be fine. But it's Tony's campaign, so it's probably disastrous. <laughs> um, so, so, uh,
1: can is, confirm
2: is there any checks or anything that I can do to determine what this thing is or what I may have heard of it or anything of that nature
0: you can give me a religion occult a or
2: arcana check okay let me see what we've got here mm. religion arcana or let's go with arcana okay I only got a 14 though. Okay. So, um with
0: this, you I mean you you probably can't get a full sense of everything this this blade is capable of, but it seems to be one, it's it's a it's an effective uh, you know, halberd in and of itself. It's definitely a magical halberd. It definitely has properties that would make it effective as uh, just a halberd in, in and of itself if nothing else. Uh but it seems almost that you have it like it appears that it has possibly vampiric properties. Oh. But not
1: good.
0: But not that absorb uh health, but more that absorb uh energy. Okay. That's about as much as you can get with a fourteen.
2: Hmm. Can I use a hero point to re roll that to see if I can get more information?
0: Do you have an extra hero point? Well I've got if, two. Then absolutely you can try to re roll it. Alright, let's see. How about, ooh, how about a 38? Okay. Whoa. Why don't I just tell you what the item
5: is?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's on I got uh, For those <laughs> wondering,
0: I got a natural 20. Um, so this is what is known as the halberd of the clandestine destiny. It's a clandestine destiny. Clandestine? I don't know.
5: Tony, can you say or no, I'm an sorry, not not, again, not Destiny. Three times in a row in quicker succession each time. Ha- I, I misread it. Halbert of Clandestine Dynasty
0: or Dynasty. 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 All right, can you repeat that again faster? Halbert of Clandestine Dynasty. But faster? Halbert of Clandestine Dynasty. Faster? No. no. <laughs> is it, is it
2: <laughs> Halbert of Clandestine <laughs> Dynasty
0: Warriors? I'm at yeah. that game. Yeah, you can you can swing it and like forty people go flying
5: backwards. <laughs> you just hear whisper in your in your ear. Lobo. So uh Wolf. it is There are tens of people who are gonna get that reference. Tens of there people. are dozens of us! Dozens.
0: <laughs> so it is a plus two striking halberd
1: okay ooh it looks really nice it's striking
0: uh what if it hits a creature with a magical spell on them uh it may once a day cast dispel magic targeting whatever the highest level spell cast on that object or on that person or i guess object for that matter
1: ooh is. use it against the lich
0: um, it can only ever dispel one spell, no matter, no matter how well you roll. Um, it uses your strength instead of your intelligence uh, for the purpose of dispelling. If it successfully dispels a spell, then it becomes uh, a greater striking weapon. For one round per level of the spell that was dispelled.
2: Okay. So for the spell that was dispelled that I spelled that right. um, So like if
0: you dispel a third level spell, it is a greater striking weapon for, let's say, three rounds. If it's a third level spell. Okay. Which means that instead of doing two times the weapon damage, it would do three times the weapon damage.
2: Very nice. Um, if
0: you have, uh, however, while holding the weapon, if you have any magical effects that are currently active on you, they immediately are dispelled and you don't get any credit for greater striking on that. So you can't have buffs on yourself. You can't have spells cast on yourself. So long as you're holding the weapon. Okay. So if now, uh, now
1: what if it's in like a sheath or a scavager yeah, or whatever? It's, it's
0: only when it, that, that effect is only active when he's holding it in his hands. If you have it strapped to your back, if you have it in a bag of holding, or what, what have you, uh, that effect is not active. But the moment you grasp the the hilt of it, um, it uh, it would immediately dispel the spells. No ch- no checker roll required. Um, and then while you're holding it or wielding it, uh, the like if Tegan were say to cast a heal spell on you, that heal spell would automatically fail.
2: Okay. So spells wow. don't work on me, but um, does does it affect any magical items that I have equipped
0: at all? Magical items? No, okay. only spells. And it also can't dispel magical items on other people on, on other people as well. Okay. So it can only affect active spells. So like it, it would not be any more effective at destroying a lich's flactory than any other weapon for you know, that dealt equivalent damage for example.
2: Okay. And is there any history behind this weapon of why it came to be here?
0: There is. Uh, so there is. There was an emperor, uh, and I have to uh, look that. I have to look that up in the notes and or write it because um, I haven't uh, written the whole story of this weapon yet. Uh, emperor
1: will fill in later.
0: Emperor, insert name here. Uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll get you the information for it uh, next time. TBD. Okay. Emperor TBD uh, had this specifically crafted. <laughs> uh, but essentially the whole the the, the backstory behind it is, is in essence there was a ruler who had this item created for him uh, because his brother was an archmage and betrayed him and he wanted something that could slay his brother uh, but while he was on the battlefield he was uh, struck down and when he asked his, his holy clerics to come and heal him they couldn't and eventually he died on the battlefield and his weapon was buried with him
5: Are you sure it's not a general of the Han dynasties? <laughs> no
0: um but the uh his his hatred for his brother uh essentially still lives on through the weapon, and that's why it can remove magical effects, okay. so yeah,
4: so that's what the item does so okay, cool, so you, real quick, sure, sorry, I was trying to type everything down as you were saying it um. You said if it successfully dispels a spell, it becomes a greater striking weapon for how many rounds? A uh, number of rounds equal to the level of the spell that was dispelled.
5: Okay. The word "spell" has lost all meaning to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, um,
0: and, and to the listeners, these, uh, this item, and a lot, actually, for that matter, a lot of the artifacts and, and strong, powerful items that have history that I give to the group are uh, items that i've created as opposed to items that are out of the book so th- th- this one included as well
2: cool all right for for ethere is lost in thought um uh remembering all these things that uh i uh, i had learned um in my training uh of remembering this weapon and, and recognizing what it is while the rest of the party does its thing um he's pretty quiet
0: yep uh, Jathal, the, uh, the one you know, being that you have a fairly powerful magic ability and just kind of awareness of of magic around you, there's a strangeness about uh, Aether at the moment when he's holding this uh, halberd. It just you know, as far as your your senses of magic, just it seems to be like just an empty space there.
2: There's always an empty space here, but but like
1: normally Mostly between your ears. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> No, normally
0: you can just you kind of innately whether you're aware of it or not can just kind of sense people to a degree uh not not like mechanically but just you can kind of sense the magic because you're that familiar with it it's it because yeah,
4: I'm a jedi
0: yeah and sure I feel the force <laughs> you
1: space wizard space
0: <laughs> wizard uh but you know the the it's just you didn't notice it before you didn't even know, realize that you were sensing anything but you Suddenly realize that you sense nothing out of a fear. Like, as if he was just an empty space at the moment, as far as magically space. speaking, anyway.
1: Dad, are we in space?
0: Yes. Yes, yeah, sir. So, um, eventually. Yeah. So, what does the rest of the group do while a fear is lost in thought on the uh, focusing on the halberd? I
4: know that. I kind of look at him uh, and look at the halberd and and still very very frustrated that he would do this considering this is not like him and also now he I'm concerned at the same time that I now sense this weird I just it's just this weird almost empty void almost I guess I feel like he's there, but I don't feel it uh it just it's very strange, so I'm trying to understand that at the same time so i'm okay I'm kind of lost in thought in in that as well as I'm internally fighting against myself on what I want to do about this. Alright. Tormir, Tabitha, are you guys doing anything? Or are you
0: also lost in thought?
1: Um, I'm trying to make sure that, uh, Tegan is all right and checking on Francis and Gregory make sure that they're still hanging out.
4: Okay.
0: Uh, in your cursory, uh, exams, Tegan seems like he is just uh, utterly exhausted. He's exerted himself far beyond probably what would be normal. Um, but with a little rest, he should be fine. And Francis seems also a little dazzled by the bright light, but otherwise seems to be fine. Uh, Torbear, what were you doing?
5: So did Tormir see the eyes change on Unum?
0: Well, uh, not, at, not in the same way that Athir did. Uh, but now that you look at Unum, his eyes are still the kind of swirly nebula look. To him, even here on the elevator,
5: Tormir's tying up Unum.
0: Unum's nice. like, "What? What are you doing? This is for your own good, all right?" <laughs> I, but the, I don't understand what's what's wrong.
3: Just a
5: precautionary measure, you know, exposure to unknown magica, that sort of thing.
4: Okay.
0: Uh, I I suppose if if this is you know I mean I I don't think I don't feel any different but. Uh, Your eyes sure. say otherwise. My eyes? What do my eyes look like?
1: Magical.
0: Magical. <laughs> this...
1: I don't say that. I... <laughs> you did now.
0: Tabitha looks like they look magical. Um,
1: They're so pretty. So. Thanks for being awkward there, Tabitha. Yeah, it's okay.
0: So we will. uh, So he kind of looks over and he's like, does anyone have a sword or something that I could see what they look like? In a reflection?
5: uh... Oh, yeah. Let's give the man who's potentially possessed a weapon. I'm not possessed. You're certainly not not not-possessed. How
1: do we prove that he's not not (laughs) not-possessed?
5: Look, all I know is last time something like this happened, a dragon inhabited someone else in the group.
0: I mean... We all
1: look at, uh...
0: Tegan sleeping peacefully on the ground.
1: Your big sky daddy wore you out. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, uh,
0: no uh, step I, I, sky I, daddy.
5: What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, um, as you guys ascend to the top of the platform, um, you show up and uh, the as you look over at the tied up unum uh... he kinda closes his eyes really quick opens one and it looks normal again opens the other and it looks not normal it doesn't look like the galaxy or the uh, or the nebula kinda look in it instead now it looks kinda of like you can kinda see through his head and beyond Um but, and it's, it seems to be a very small amount of sort of just wispy fog or smoke that seems to be spilling out of the one eye.
1: Well, that's, that's not good.
0: And Oops. we will end the episode there.
3: Oh, that's messed up.
0: So, thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. I uh, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please reach out to us and let you, let us know what you think. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, the page called Paper Pencil Dice. Surprise, surprise. Um, or you can reach out to us at uh, paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, otherwise, until next time, listeners, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.